Shalom to all. Today's office is Baba So we are starting at the top of the Umbud with the brand new Mishnah. And today's office sponsor, Lilu Nishmas, Mars, Miram, Sarah, Basra, Biakov, Maisha, Her, Neshama, Shadahavan, Aliyah, El Ilu Nishmas, Rabbi Yachmil, Mardachai, and Rabchayim. His neshama should have an aliyah. Now let's just view some terms that we already know. A bikeach is a person considered to be fully functional in control of their faculties. Another way of saying this is a bairdas, whereas a cher, shait, and katan are all considered not to be functional from a halachic standpoint and are not bairdas. So the Mishnah says, If the shar of a bikeach gored the shar of a cher, shait, or katan, chayiv, so the bikeach is chayiv to pay. However, if the shar of a cher, shait, or katan gored that of a bikeach, Potter, so the Khershat and Cotton are Potter. The Mishnah continues, Shashal Khershat of Cotton Shinogach, if the Sharva Khershat of Cotton gored, so Bezin Mamidal and Apatropis, Bezin appoints an Apatropis, a manager or an agent to represent them, Ume Idulahem Bifne Apatropis, and then Adem give Eidos in front of the Apatropis, and the Apatropis are considered the Bailim, and now we can be Machai of them to pay for the damage that this Shar did. And the Gemara is explaining exactly what we're talking about. Now let's say Nispakech Kheresh, the Kheresh became Pikach, Nishtapa Shaita, the Shaita became normal, Begdal Cotton, or the Cotton grew up, Chazal Tamusai, the Shar now goes back to being a Tom, Divra Mayor, that's our mayor's opinion, and we're going to see this in the Gemara. This is called Rishos Mashana. Then when a shar changes Rishos, that changed the status of the shar. And so when it goes from Lapachapis to this now grown Yasoim, or wise Shaita, or non Cheresh Cheresh, and so it's changing Rishos and it becomes a Tom. However, Rabbi says, Hariel it's an Chazaka. Lastly, the Mishnah says, Shar Hitzdadin, a stadium shar, Ene Chayv Misa, is not Chayv Misa for killing a person. Shem because the Pasuk says, Kiyigach, if it gores, Veloishagichuhu, not that they incited it to gore. And a shar that's part of a rodeo that they're Provoking it and trying to get it to gore, if it kills a person, we don't kill the shar because it was provoked. Nothing we're asked on the first part of the Mishnah. Hagufa Kasha. The Mishnah itself is problematic. Amrit, you said in the beginning of the Mishnah, Shoshal Kharshat of a Katan Shinogach, Shoshal Bikeach, Potter. That if the Shar of a Kharshat or a Katan gored the Shar of a Bikeach, that Kharshat or a Katan is Potter. Alma, what do we see from here? In Mamidin Apatropis, Latam, Ligvas Migufai. That we're not going to appoint an Apatropis for Shar Tam in order to be able to collect from the Guf of the Shar. And that's because, at least, let's say, for example, in regards to Yusaimim, we don't collect any debts owed from their Metaltalin. And collecting from the Guf of the Shar is collecting from a Tatalin. So we see from the beginning of the Mishnah that we're not going to point an Apatropis in order to collect from the Guf of the Shar. However, Ema Seifa, what about the next part of the Mishnah? If a Shar of a Kharshat of Katan gored, so Bezma Midalan Apatropis, Bezan appoints an Apatropis for them, Ume Idalan Bifne Apatropis, and Edus is given in front of the Apatropis, seemingly to be able to collect payment. Amo, what do we see from here? Mamidalan Apatropis, Latam Likvas Mugufai. Then we're going to appoint an Apatropis for this Yusaimim in order to be able to collect from the Shar Tam's body. So the ratio of the Seifa are zero. So Amor Avrava answers no. Hachikitani, this is what the Mishnah is saying. Bim Hoksakunag Khanin. Then if the Shar becomes a gorer, so Mamidalan Apatropis, we're going to appoint an Apatropis for these people, and Edus is going to be given about the gorings of this shar in front of the Apatropis, and now the shar is going to become a muad, now if it gores again, payment has to be made from Aliyah, from the choicest, which means the payment has to be made from Karka, and not from the guf of the shar. In other words, the Mishnah is saying that a shar tam owned by a cher shar katan, the gores, is not chayv to pay. However, we see that it's goring a lot, we're going to point an Apatropis to be in place of the Bailim, Edus is going to be given in front of them, and if this happens three times, the shar will now become a muad, and then they'll be chayv to pay. However, now the Gemara asks, Melias mine. From whose aliyah is this payment paid? Again, aliyah means from property, and that's where the payment for the muad comes from. The question is, who has to pay? So Rabbi Yechanan Rabbi Yechan says, Melias Yisaimim. It's from the property of the Yisaimim. Or Rabbi Yechanan Rabbi Yechanan says, Melias Apatropis. It's from the property of the Apatropis. He's the one that's responsible for watching the shar, and it damaged under his watch, so he's chayv to pay. Ask the Gemara, Rabbi Yechanan Rabbi Yechanan really say that we take from the Yisaimim? 
Rav Yudah says Hashem Ravasi, Enes Kakal Nechli Yusayimim. We don't go to the Nechasim of Yusayimim to sell them and pay people with them. Elam Kain Rivas Achelus Bahen. Unless interest is eating them. Let's say the father of the Yusayimim borrowed money with interest from a guy, and money is constantly being taken out of the estate of the Yusayimim to pay for this interest. So then we're going to be Neskak to their property, and we're going to sell it so that they don't continue losing money. However, in other cases, we're not going to. Whereas Rav Yechanan, Rav Yechanan says, Either Shtar Sheish by Ribas, either Shtar that has Ribas, Oyla Ksubas Isha Misha Mazaini, or because of Ksubas Isha, because of Mazainus. So we see very clearly from here that Rav Yechanan holds that besides for these specific cases, we're not going to go into the property of the Yusayimim to pay people who are owed money. So how can Rav Yechanan say that when the Shar of Yasim damages, the payment has to be made from the property of the Yusayimim? Sigmar says, You're right, Apach, let's switch it around. Rav Yechanan, Rav Yechanan says, May Elias Apachopsin, that it's Apachopsin that has to pay, whereas Rav Yechanan, Amar, Rav Yechanan, who says, May Elias Yusayimim, it's the Yusayimim who pay. Now Rav, Rav asks, Mishum the Kashi Rav Yechanan, Rav Yechanan, just because we have a steer Rav Yechanan on himself, Mashus Leil Rav Yesi Bar Chanina Taya, we're going to say that Rav Yesi Bar Chanina is making the mistake. Bar Rav Yesi Bar Chanina Dayanuhu. Rav Yesi Bar Chanina was a Dayan v'Nachas Lo Umke Dedina, and he goes to the very depth of the judgment. And there's no way that Rav Yesi Bar Chanina would say that the Yisaim would have to pay for this damage. And so we have to find a different answer for Rav Yechanan. So we answer you right. El Olam Loi Tepech. Don't switch it around. Umazik Shani. In the case of the Yisaim start damaging, that's different. And over here, Rav Yechanan Amar Rav Yechanan does say Malias Yisaimim that the Yisaim are the ones that have to pay for this damage. And why is that? Diamret Malias Apatrapas. If you want to say that Apatrapas has to pay for the damage, they're going to withhold themselves and they're not going to work. Meaning, Bezin is going to come to this fellow and say, Hey, could you be an Apatrapas, a manager for the Yusayim's estate? And the guy's going to be inclined to say yes, but then when he realizes that if there's short damages, he's going to have to pay for it, not the Yusayim, he's going to say, Forget about it. It's not worth it. So that's why Bechan says, In this situation, the Yusayim would have to pay for it. However, Yusayim says, Melias Apatrapas, the Apatrapas has to pay for this damage, and that's because Apatrapas is responsible for watching the Shar. So he has to pay for the damage. However, he goes and gets repaid from the Yusayim once they grow up and they become Gedalim, and that's so that people don't hold back from being Apatrapsin for Yusayim. So, as we explained, it's Mashman our Mishnah, a short time of Yusayim, will not pay me Gufai. However, now the Gemara says, Whether or not we appoint Apatrapsin for Yusayim to watch over the short time, and the relevance is paying me Guf of this time if it damages, that's a Machlekes Tanaim. The time you have a Brisa, Shoshan is Kharshu Ba'alav, a Shar who the owner became a Kharash, Vishen Shtatu Ba'alav, or the owner became a Shaita, Vishal Khubalav and Sayam, or the owner went overseas, Yudim and Kusa Amr until Eidos is given in front of the Bailim. However, we're going to point an Apachapas for this person, and we're going to give Eidos in front of the Apachapas regarding the Shar damaging. Now, to the safe of the Brayson, let's say the Kharish became regular, the Shaita became normal, the Katan grew up, where the owner of the Shar came from overseas. So, it goes back to its state of being a Tam. Bailim, until Aegis is given in front of the Bailim, then it gored three times. Whereas Rabbi Yesi, Amr Rabbi Yesi says, Hariyah B'chazkasai, it's in its chazaka. So now we analyze the first part of the Raisa. Amr, they asked, My Hariyah B'tamusai, the Amr Somches. What's the statement that was said in the name of Somches? Hariyah B'tamusai, it's in a state of Tamus. Elim, if you want to say, Deloy Mead Klau, then he means that it cannot become a Muad at all because the owner's not here or the owner's not fully aware because he's a Shaita or a Katun or a Cheresh. Well, Hamiktani Seifa, the Seifa of the Raisa says, Chazal Tamusai, that it goes back to being a Tam, Mechlad Yayid. It's Mashman that it became a Muad. So El, my what does that mean? It's in its state of Tamos. It means it remains whole, unblemished, that we don't subtract from it. Meaning that calls man, it hasn't become a muad, we're not going to take payment from the shar. Alma, what do we see from here? That we're not going to point an apachapas for shar tam to enable us to collect from the gulf of the shar. And the only way we're going to be able to collect damages when we have an apachapas involved is once it becomes a muad, and it's chayav nazik sholem, which is going to be paid from property and not from the gulf of the shar. Whereas the Chum had said in the Brisa, we're going to point an Apachapas, and we're going to give Eidos in front of the Apachapas. And what does that tell us? 
from here that according to the Chachamim, Mamid and Apachapas Latam Likvas Migufai, they do appoint an Apachapas for a short time in order to be able to collect from the guf of the shor itself. So we see some Achleks Tanoim. So now that we establish that, we go into the Seifa the Brisa. The Seifa Maikamiflegi, what are they arguing in regards to the Seifa? So Rishos Mashan Ekbenayu, the Machleka says, when we have a Shina Rishos, does that change the status of the shor? Some Chasaba Rishos Mashana, some Chas holds that a change of Rishos does change the status of the shor. And even though it became a Muad in the Rish of the Brisa, since the owner came back from overseas or the owner became normal or the owner became a Gadol, and so now it's leaving the Rishos of the Apachapas and going to the Rishos of the original owner, so that changes its status from Muad back to Tam. Whereas Rabbi Yesus, Rabbi Yesus holds Rishos ain't a Mishana. The fact that it changes Rishos doesn't change the status of the Shar, and if it became a Muad, it remains a Muad. And we continue with this. Tanar Bonu, we have a Baisa Shar Cheshat of Kazan Shnagach. If the Shar of Cheshat are cut and gored, Rabbi Yaakov Mishalim Chatzinazek, Rabbi Yaakov pays Chatzinazek. The Gemara asks, Rabbi Yaakov, my Avite, what does Rabbi Yaakov have to do with this? Why does he have to pay Chatzinazek because the Shar of Cheshat are cut and gored? So Gemara says, you're right. El Imo, what we really mean to say is Rabbi Yaakov Omer. Rabbi Yaakov says Mishalim Chatzinazek. He has to pay Chatzinazek. So we ask, Gemara, what are we talking about over here? Ibatam, if it's a short time. Of course, only Chatzinazek has to be paid. To Koyal Manami Chatzinazek, who is Mishalim. Everyone else, if they have a Shar Tam, would only have to pay Chatzinazek. So, what's Rabbi Yaakov telling us? And if we Muad, if we're talking about a Shar Muad, so then it would depend. If he watched it properly, he wouldn't have to pay at all, because that means he watched it properly. And the fact that somehow it got out, maybe robbers broke it out, or the fence fell down because of Rosh Hashanah Matsuya, that's not his fault, so he shouldn't have to pay anything. And if he didn't watch it, so he would have to pay the entire Nazak, that's Nazak Shalim, and he wouldn't be able to get away with Chatzinazek. So, what's Rabbi Yaakov trying to teach us? What's the chiddush in saying that the shor v'cherushet or katan the gourd only has to pay chatzinazek? Some Rav Rava says loyal b'muad. Really, we're talking about a shor muad. V'hachmai skin. What are we talking about over here? Da'avdi shmira b'chusa v'loyavdi leshmira meula. That is watched with a lesser type of shmira, but not with a good shmira. Now, what's a lesser shmira? So, a lesser shmira is what we would call a regular type of shmira, and the gate was closed behind it. And if there's a regular wind, a ruch matsuya that cannot blow the gate open. However, ruch she'en matsuya, an abnormal wind, could knock the gate down or blow it open. So that's called a shmira b'chusa because in regards to a very strong wind, it's not a good enough shmira. So that's the type of shmira that it had. And so why would only Chatzinazek have to be paid? So it's a whole progression. Rav Yaakov Sarvalak Rav Yehuda, Rav Yaakov holds like Rav Yehuda, the Amr Tzad Thomas from Kaimah Medes, who holds that the Tzad Thomas is always there. In other words, the Nezek Shalim payment of a Muad is really split up into two payments. There's the Tam part of the payment and a Muad part of the payment. For Sarvalak Rav Yehuda, and he also holds like Rav Yehuda, the Amr Muad Sagile B'Shmir Pchusa, who holds that watching a Muad with a Shmir Pchusa is sufficient. For Sarvalak Rabbanon, and he holds like the Rabbanon, the Amr you hold, that we do appoint an apachapas for a tam to collect muguf of the shar. And therefore, over here, we have a shar muad that was being watched properly because the shmir plus is good enough for a shar muad. So he's not high for the muad part of the damage, but he would be high for the tam part of the damage because, again, we split up the tam and muad part of the damage. And the reason why the tam part of the damage has to be paid for is because by me, the apachapas of tam, like vas migufai. Rabbi Yehuda don't argue. Rabbi Yehuda is Rabbi Yehuda is Rabbi Yehuda is Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Yaakov says that he pays Chatzinezek, so it's mashma that they argue. So I'm a Rabbi Barula, Rabbi Barula answers that no, Masham Chayv Rabbi Yehuda, Pirish Rabbi Yaakov. That which Rabbi Yehuda is saying that he's Chayv on, Rabbi Yaakov is explaining that he's only Chayv Chatzinezek. So they're not arguing. However, Abaye holds that they are arguing. So how do we understand this? Well, Abaye, the Arm Pligi, according to Abaye, that Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Yehuda do argue, but my Pligi, what are they arguing about? Rabbi Lachal will answer you, Hachamayskin, what are we talking about over here? B'muad Velaynatre Klau. We're talking about a Sharmuad that wasn't watched at all. And Rabbi Yaakov, several like Rabbi Yehuda Bechada, Upal Galay Bechada. Rabbi Yaakov 
Yaakov agrees to Rabbi Yehuda in one thing, but he argues with him on another thing. So Rabbi Yehuda Bechada, he agrees to Rabbi Yehuda in one thing, Dila Rabbi Yehuda Sava, Rabbi Yehuda holds Tzad Thomas from Kamei Medes, that the Tzad Thomas always stays in its place, and therefore anytime a Mu'ad damages, we split that payment up into two, the Mu'ad part and the Tam part. However, Paul Galei Bechada, Rabbi Yaakov argues with Rabbi Yehuda in one thing, Dila Rabbi Yehuda Sava, Rabbi Yehuda holds Mamidana Apatrapas Latam Legbas Megufai, that we're going to point an Apatrapas for a Tam to collect from the Guf of the Shar. And therefore in this scenario, when we're talking about a Mu'ad that damaged and it wasn't watched properly, parts of the Mu'ad payment has to be made, the Mu'ad part and the Tam part. Whereas Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov holds Ein Mamidin, we don't appoint an Apatrapas for Shar Tam, Legbas Megufai. And therefore what comes out in this case, Velam Shalom El Palga the Mu'ad, according to Rabbi Yaakov, we only pay the Mu'ad half. Again, we have a Shar Mu'ad that damaged and it wasn't watched properly. So Rabbi Yaakov holds that we do split the Tam and Mu'ad payments. However, since we don't appoint an Apatrapas for a Tam, Legbas Megufai, we can only be Machayv in this case for the Mu'ad part of the Mu'ad payment, which turns out to be Chatsi We further analyze we understand according to Abayi, the Amr Pligi, who holds it, Rabbi Yehud and Rabbi Yaakov argue, Shepherds, we have a great understanding of the Brisa. El Rav, but according to Rav, the Amr who said, Loi Pligi, that Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Yehud don't argue, well, Adamukilab and Muad, instead of establishing the previous Brisa as a Muad, Nukma Batam, why don't we establish it as talking about a Tam that damaged? And we'll clarify this in a moment, let's just continue. Memar Ralph on top, either Rabbi Yehud, either according to Rabbi Yehud, we can say the reason why he's Chayev is because the Avalei Shmir Pchusa, he did a Shmir Pchusa on this animal, Voloi Avalei Shmir Mu'ula, and he didn't do a Shmir Mu'ula, and a Tam requires a Shmir Mu'ula, and that's why he's Chayev, or either Rebbe Lezben Yaakov, we could explain according to Rebbe Lezben Yaakov, Deloy Avalei Shmir Klal, that he didn't do Shmir at all, and that's why he's Chayev. And how do we know this? The time you have a Brezer, Rebbe Lezben Yaakov, Rebbe Lezben Yaakov says, Echatam Echad Muad Shashamim Shmir Pchusa, whether we're talking about a Tam or a Muad that was guarded with a Shmir Pchusa, and it went and damaged anyway, but turn the owner's potter. Hang on one more moment, we're going to explain this in a sec. So what would we gain by saying the Brezer is talking about a Tam? Bakamashman Rebbe Yaakov, the whole Chedesh would be there. Rebbe Yaakov's teaching us, that we are Mabin Apatrapas for it to collect from the Gulf of the Shar. Such as a review to understand what this question was. Rav Yaakov had said previously that if a Shar Recher Shaitar cut and damages, he pays Chatzin And we had asked, what's the case? If it's a Tam, there's no Chedesh. Of course, it's only Chatzin And if it's a Muad, then either Nezek Shalom would be paid or nothing would be paid. So Rav answered that he's referring to where a Muad damaged, which was watched as Shmir Pachusa. And the Chedesh is that only Chatzin is paid and not Nezek Shalom. But the question being asked for Vina right now is why didn't Rav just say that we're talking about a Tam and not a Muad, and still we would have a Chedesh? And that Chedesh would be is that we appoint an Apatrapas to guard these Shvarim in as much as we're going to collect Chatzin Nezek Hashar. So Amrali Ravina told her Vachabar Achikamar, this is what Rava was saying in his explanation of the Brisa. Chada de Isbetarti Taima. He's saying one, there's two underlying reasonings. In other words, we stick to Rava's answer. We're talking about a Muad. However, there's two underlying reasonings why only Chatzinezek's paid, and one of those reasonings is this Chidish that's being suggested now. In other words, Rava's answer is we're talking about a Muad, and it was guarded properly for a Muad, so there's no need to pay for the Muad portion of the damage. However, since it wasn't guarded properly for a Tam, and Sad Tam has been Kaimai Medes, so the Tam part of the damage does have to be paid for, and that must be because we are Mamad and Apatrapas like Vais Migofashar, and so we also see that Chedesh in this explanation of the Brisa. Now the Gemara just goes back to Abai's question on Rava, where he showed the Rav Yaakov and Rav Yehuda argue. Remember, Rava said that Rav Yaakov and Rav Yehuda agree, whereas Abai said, How could you say that Rav Yaakov and Rav Yehuda argue? So here we have a different answer to that. Ravina and Ravina says, You're right that Rav Yaakov and Rav Yehuda argue, but they're arguing in something totally different. They're arguing in Roshus Mishane, and Rava could still be saying as follows Kagain to have a Muad, the Shar of the Cheresh Shaitar Katan was a Muad, and the Cheresh became regular, when Ishtapa Shaita and the Shaita became normal, the Hegdal Katan and the Katan grew up. So Rabbi Yehuda saw Rabbi Yehuda holds Harei B'chazkasai, it's in its Chazaka, and that's why Nezak Shalom is paid. Whereas Rabbi Yaakov saw Rabbi Yaakov holds Rishos Meshana, that the Rishin Rishos does change its din, and that's why only Chatzin Nezak's paid, and it's not talking about an Apatrapas at all. So again, you're right, Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Yehuda do argue, but they're not arguing in regards to an Apatrapas, they're arguing in regards to something totally different. We're going to stop here for the day, but we'll pick up tomorrow and continue to talk about this. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.